Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Nope. Uh, hello and welcome to episode 138 of what's it called dan myths myths we're back it's been too long uh daniel uh you're here i'm matt hoss how are you doing today dan doing very well thank you matthew it's a fine uh may morning um that's all i've got <laughs> So we haven't seen you for, again, about a month, and you're saying the only thing that you've got to talk about is the weather. That's fair enough. No, it's been good. I went to Italy for work. I spent two weeks in beautiful Italy. Um, you've been to Italy, yeah. right? I've been to Italy, yeah. Um, I've been, well, I can't tell you where I went. It, it was, I've got to say, uh, a lot of people think that I am slightly kind of, you know, People think I'm a little bit middle class, and I'm not middle class, but I would say that the school I went to was, you know, I feel like is a little bit kind of, here's here's the school trip we went to for year 11 classics. We went to Rome for three days, went to uh, Herculaneum, then um, Pompeii, up the, the old mountain, and then, uh, yeah, uh, then I went to Naples for like a day or two. What, what a, what a. Oh, fantastic, fantastic couple of days. Uh, did you ever do anything like that in uh, in Essex? No, but one time we got a coach for 27 hours to Austria. Oh, that's actually not bad. Coach there. Oh. Yeah, I know. Mm. Is it coach or just your schoolmates? So? Yeah, that'd be that's weird. Right. If <laughs> yeah, well, but like at the Megabus, do you know what I mean? As soon as a coach, I have Megabus flashbacks. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, no, just like you know, a coach for you know all of us students. Um, I think that's quite nice. I like I like a road trip. Yeah, I mean, that, that I feel like yeah, as long as you're not driving, I think that's less stressful. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, nice it wasn't one. too bad. It wasn't too bad. And suffice to say, they did not let us drive. <laughs> I mean, you did try. You're like, hey, that's just a fucking wheel. <laughs> uh but yeah dan it's great to have you back um i'm glad it's a, a lovely day for you um yeah obviously you know we uh, we'll run this uh in early may but you know did you have a nice coronation weekend dan are, are you quite the royalist or what's what's your vibe you know what i did watch the coronation i i think you know it's very impressive the pomp and the pageantry bit boring though isn't it <laughs> It's a bit boring. It's got mate. a bit boring. Once it's... you've seen it for the first thirty minutes, you're like, "All right, I get it now." Yeah, um, I, I didn't see Miller, it. That, look, she was having a great time, and I don't blame her. I mean, she's thinking, "Who'd have thunk it?" <laughs> Not her, or maybe her actually, famously. Yeah. Um, he, wow. I thought he looked a bit sad though, King Charles. I thought he looked a bit sad. I think maybe a bit overwhelmed, a little bit upset. Um, I haven't spoken to him since the coronation, but of course, yeah, you you were there on the day, weren't you, Dan? I was there on the day, yeah, yeah. You yeah, should see you me were... actually if you go back, um, yeah. sort of. What is it? I was like eight eight rows back. Yeah, sitting next to uh, the royal children, I believe. Yeah, you are a royal child, essentially, aren't you, Dan? I am. Yes. Well, yeah. Miffs is obviously hugely popular with yeah, <laughs> just for you, not for me. 
<laughs> Imagine being like, we have one half of the Misk podcast hosts. Well, well, they famously only listened. They we send them edits, don't we? Of just just my bits that I do. Um, it's really hard to make out what the hell is going on, but they seem to like it. Well, uh, that's good to hear. Um, uh, but yeah, um, I, I didn't. In fact, it's hard to make out what's going on, even when you've got your bits in as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I yeah, and we should we should do an episode one time where we only put out your side than my side and see if anyone can figure out what's going on. Actually, that sounds <laughs> terrible. That sounds awful. Why would you want that? That's like, like you know what you know like you know like the old like sixties songs like where like you could hear like it's like a stereo, so you can hear the guitar and like drums on one side and then bass and the vocals on the other side. I feel like like. It's like it's like one of the inventions in life. It's like, okay, that's good that you have that, but why? Like, it, 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 why? Why are we doing that? It sounds terrible. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, especially when you got headphones. Matt yeah, no one wants to hear like me and my me in their left ear and you in their right ear. No, and that'd be fucking weird because you can do that. To be fair, we could. Pro- Maybe we should do that for this episode. This episode, I'm, am I am I left or right? I don't know. Is there like a psych? Is there like a science b- between which ear is a certain thing? I'm gonna I'm gonna go take left left ear because I'm quite left wing, and you're you're famously famously a fascist. <laughs> famously, <laughs> famously. Yeah. I wish we talked about it more, you know. Yeah, um, but yeah. So maybe maybe we should. Well, maybe right. I'll put out a version which is just normal, so if people want to listen to it. But I'll also put out a second version which is going to be like you know panned left and right would. Would you listen to that, Dan? I would listen to it to be interested to know how different the listening experience is. Does it make myths more or less enjoyable? Because let's be honest, it's pretty hard to make this less enjoyable. <laughs> let's, well, actually, maybe maybe we shouldn't do it for this episode, but maybe for one forty. That's like that's two episodes time, three months time. Um, we we I think maybe we should do that. Maybe that could be an idea. But I yes. feel that like, I don't know. Also, right? Are we getting right? Remember we did like I, I I used to be a very good archivist of this. But whenever we did like episode thirty prophecies and then episode sixty, did we ever do, did we ever do future? Did we ever do future prophecies? I can't remember. I don't think we've done future prophecies for a while actually because we never quite know what myth we're doing. Which I guess is the whole point of doing prophecies. Yeah. Well. Is that something we should maybe revisit? I don't. I'm not sure if I can be bothered. If I'm honest, <laughs> maybe we can, maybe we can set a prophecy for our listeners to check out, and then maybe they can hold us accountable. So I'm going to prophesize that I will forget about this in thirty episodes time, and we'll just sail on through. Yep, absolutely, and we'll we'll find out. <laughs> Either way, it's anticlimactic. However, whichever way you look at it, so there's that. Matthew, can I just, uh, and this what? is just for my own benefit, not for the listeners, obviously, because now I do understand after 130 episodes the difference between a listener and a viewer. Finally. But I can't help but notice, because I can see right now, that you have a big green screen behind you. Yeah. What have you been doing? What do you think you've been doing with it, Dan? Have, uh, have a guess. The weather, obviously. Yes, I've been doing the weather in my bedroom. I've, uh, I, I could have told you about the May thing at the very start, the May, the May, uh, the May weather at the start. Um, no, the green screen is for um, Twitch. I use use for Twitch, and it's a nice little background, and uh, I can put funny stuff on the back. It's nice. It's a bit of fun, isn't it, Dan? But what underneath, I've got my got my guitars and stuff underneath it as well. What do you put on the? What do you put on it? 
what's your background when you do Twitch? Says me, a good friend who's watched a Twitch. You've not watched my Twitch channel. I don't have Twitch. Yeah, but you could. It's free. Uh, that sounds... Hmm, I don't trust things that are free. <laughs> Why are you suspicious? <laughs> what do you, you don't trust things that are free? Don't you breathe oxygen, you, you moron? <laughs> oxygen isn't free, though, is it? Well, it is, really. What, how, what do you mean it's not free? Well, it won't be eventually, <laughs> when we don't have any trees left. <laughs> right, that's an environmental crisis, not not a, an economic one, I'm afraid. <laughs> um... <laughs> what? Sorry. So I said that like this podcast isn't free. We still charge people £150 an episode to listen, right? Uh, is that why our listeners are fucking terrible? <laughs> like, we, we, we got this bad, bad stats because we've been charging 150 per episode. Well, actually, we got decent stats, just to clarify, by the way. We're not being ungrateful. But we, we, yeah, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's maybe perhaps slightly. Um, Slightly you know, unbalanced uh, with the hundred and fifty pounds. You know, what I mean, maybe we should reduce the cost of that. But what's your favorite background when you're doing Twitch? On um, Twitch, my favorite background. Well, I got people to make me stuff. Like um, one of my um, viewers called Ali made me like a background with a lot of in jokes. Like uh, there's a Furby in it. It's a kind of a space background. Uh, there's a me kicking a dog, which I don't. I don't kick dogs, but yes. Uh, um, yes. So there's that. So yeah. It, it it sounds kind of weird out of context, and you haven't said anything to interrupt, so I kind of feel like it sounds like a bad idea. Did you just say that your background is you kicking a dog? Well, no, hold on. Like, it, it, there's a common common mistake that Matt Hoss kicks dogs. So a lot of people like to say that. It's not true, but it people do say that. Where did that come from? It's lies and slander. Does it come from the time you kicked a dog? I didn't kick a dog, but I did it, Dan. So that's that's. I don't think you would kick a dog. I know famously you. you're a cat person. Yeah, and you have, and you have talked about how when you were in Korea, you found dog delicious to eat. Oh my god! I've never, but I don't think <laughs> you'd be not. someone to actually kick a dog. Thank you, I, and because that would be sad if you did. Yeah, thank you. Because you're an animal lover. You're a pacifist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'd be very weird if you were preaching veganism but then went around kicking dogs. Yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 a bad bond. But Dan, uh, I, I have a surprise for you. Oh god, you're gonna kick a dog in front of me, aren't you? <laughs> in in a matter of speaking, yes. Uh no. Um Dan, guess what? What? We have an email from oh, a real person. We don't. We do. We, don't. we, do. we, we only we... get we only get emails from uh, <laughs> be honest, from naughty people. What's we, uh, we genuinely do have quite a lot of spam email, but we do have spam email. We do have real life. We have a real life person sending us one. Please, um, please, please go ahead. Um, for, okay, is it so safe for air? It is safe for there. Firstly, Podbean has a brand new news. Oh, sorry, that's not the right. Sorry, sorry, that's a lot of spam. That's a lot of spam. Um, GPS a delivered fa- failure. Oh, that's a shame. Um, a lot of Argos apparently. Anyway, but we do have one from a man called Shitehawk. Um, he's a person who has uh, been on my Twitch channel, and I've got to say, Shitehawk is the reason why I've messaged you several times because he says bring back Miss. He- I've got to say, he- he's a very vocal fan. A very good fan, but he's the I was saying the main drivers for us <laughs> keep on chatting to each other at the moment. So he's paying 150 pounds for this episode. So yeah. And what was his name, sorry? Shite Hawk. Or we can call him Shitey. Like Shite Hawk. 
That's his uh, tag. No, that's not his his legal name. Oh, that's a birth name. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a little baby boy. What should we call him? Shite Hawk. <laughs> it's his Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that makes no. That makes sense. I just wanted to double check. Yeah, that Shite Hawk was his yeah. legal Christian name. Yeah, if you his first if, name. If you thought I was saying it like wrong, is it is it first name Shite, surname Hawk, or is it just Shite Hawk? First I name? think yeah, I think I think it is um uh, first name Shite, second name Hawk. Okay, are we that make, well that makes a lot more sense. On are we allowed to say people's? It's not his real name, so I mean it is his real name, but it's not it's not his like it's it's pseudonym. It's it's a, yeah it's a real yeah anyway. Um, should, should I should I read it out? <laughs> I like we had to clarify that in case people thought earlier that wasn't a joke and that actually was his real legal name. <laughs> no, shite. I, Someone I think named I got... their kid shite. People are <laughs> going to believe that, were they, Matt? I got confused. I'm really tired. <laughs> okay. okay, what does Shitehawk say? Uh, it says, good day, Matt and Dan. Oh, good day. Good day. Do we reply to... No, let's carry on. That's not how you read emails, is it? You don't reply to the... Well, we can do. Uh, we can... Well, it's never stopped us in the past. Um... When are you scamps getting around to doing a cryptozoological and uh, Shitehawk then puts a, a brackets pause for Matt to attempt to say this three times and brackets episode. So already a bit bit snarky there, Shitehawk being kind of yeah. like, oh, he's going to mess up a thing. I, I, I edit most of that out, but not always. I can, <laughs> recent episodes left it in. Um, are you so, going to try it? you got to say it three times now for Shitehawk. Okay. I'm going to say it, say it three times. Cryptozoological. Cryptozoological, cryptozoological. I think that's pretty good. Now, now times ten times faster. Cryptozoological, cryptozoological. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, knob. Uh, but do you know what that cryptozoological can mean? Cryptozoological, like cryptocurrency, cryptozoological, like uh, dead animals left in like uh, in a in dead in a state of cryo chambers. Well. Huh. Yeah. Is this, is this is this a reference to something you do on Twitch? <laughs> no, it, this isn't actually. I don't think so. there is a reference later on. Um, but let, let me let me. Uh, I'll continue. The Yeren have many references since the war- Warring States period of China. This hairy lad will probably get you twenty minutes of content if you pad it out a bit. <laughs> we've never we've never padded anything out, have we, Dan? No, because this is, I mean, we're not talking for ages now because the myth we're doing today is quite small. That would be ludicrous. No, no, not ever. Has Matt ever seen a Yeti or a wood ape in his spacious orchards? Okay, bye, shitey. Just to clarify, I don't have a, I don't own an orchard. I don't own a mine. Um, I'm not a landlord. A lot of people think I'm a landlord. Shitehawk thinks I'm a landlord. Um, I'm not a landlord, so. But you do give off landlord energy. What? Why? How? How? You tell me right now, how? Because I know for a fact <laughs> that you own your home with your girlfriend, Rosie, we'll and I happen that. to know... We'll edit that out. I happen to... <laughs> Please, don't say any more. Don't say any more. Don't say any more. I don't, I don't charge her rent. And you charge her rent? No, I don't. Just just sharing the, sharing the duties is all. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> definitely cutting that out. Um... <laughs> Oh, I'll probably forget. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, okay, so <laughs> let's Google what does cryptozoological mean? And then I think so I'm getting a vibe that um like what we basically it's kind of like a yeti kind of vibe. It's like kind of yetis of the of the world. Is that right? Cryptozoological. Maybe that to me is like pseudo zoological. 
because they're fake uh, animals that probably don't exist. Oh, well, cryptozoology is a pseudoscience and subculture that searches for studies um, and, and studies unknown legendary or extinct animals whose presence existence is disputed um like the jersey devil the chupacabra um loch ness monster yeti i think that could be a good episode that could be fun actually yeah i've never heard that term cryptozoological i just thought it was like pseudozoological how interesting wow we really do learn some stuff don't we yeah well thank you shite hawk um thank you, Shithawk. and thank you for uh, shite hawk being the i would say the person trying to keep keep us from you know it, it keep on recording because, uh, yeah, it's good to have you uh, have people really wanting to listen to more. So, yeah, thank you. And also, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at mythspodcast at gmail.com. If you uh, are a spam bot, that, you don't need to email in at this point. But, yeah, do do get in touch. Not the spam bots. Sorry, I just keep thinking about whether you're... So he wrote that email like he knows something. Like you said, I, I'm not a landlord. Like you, or no, not man. about that. Uh, maybe about... maybe Sorry. you have a yeti in your spacious <laughs> orchard. Is that um... a euphemism for your butthole? <laughs> <laughs> Is the <laughs> that's a good question? Hey, people, um, get yeah. Get, get in touch and let us know if you think that a space orchard is a euphemism for my butthole. And have you seen a yeti in there? I don't know what that could be. What, what does that mean in, in the analogy? I don't like to think about it too much. Yeah, I don't think so. Should we move on to the main part of the myth and forget about what, everything that's just happened? Yes, let's do that. Dan, it's episode 138, smell yeah, and doesn't it feel so great? Because we're back doing Chinese mythology, aren't we, Dan? We are still doing it. Okay, um, I've just read one bit in the... I try not to read anything, but I did see one thing, and that's going to be a, a very difficult edit already. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Okay, um, the, uh, the the producer in me is scared, but let's let's move on. But today, yeah. what we're, well, talking you're going to be reading it, aren't you? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, but yeah, what we're looking at today, Dan? We are looking at Yu Shi, and, and that is the god of rain, if I believe that's correct. Wow, you just God, it's amazing how what sort of information you have just stored in that brain of yours. <laughs> Stored on the Google Doc, obviously. <laughs> she is. She's got a rain. We haven't done her yet. So, uh, Yoshi sounds uh, a bit like Yoshi or or Yu Gi Oh. Maybe a mixture of the both. Yeah. So actually, you know, it's quite interesting. So I, I don't know much about this myth, but I'm pretty confident that she's a tiny little tortoise. A tiny tortoise. Would you have a tortoise as a pet? And then a, an Italian plumber comes along and bobs Ooh. on her head. Um. Would I ever what? Um, kick I'll be a tortoise? Honest, no, I would not kick yeah. a tortoise. No, I didn't say kick a tortoise. I said, would you have a tortoise as a pet? I, I don't want to kick animals. I've watched Guardians 3. I love animals. 
Um, no, I uh, no, I have. I've never owned one, but my grandparents do uh, own a tortoise called Toby Two. Uh, quite interesting story about Toby Two. He's named that because they used to have one uh, called Toby, uh, and then it died, so they they named the other one Toby Two. It's actually quite self-explanatory when I say it out loud. Um, but yeah, no, they have a tortoise. Hold, hold, hold on, mate. Imagine the expectation that that tortoise has to live up to. Like you know, like I think it's called Rebecca, where she's the second wife of uh of like a, a like a rich dude and like his he loves his old wife and stuff like that you know have you ever seen that before dan it's quite a famous film i, I know of it yeah and um, and so i feel like toby too is like oh i have to be like toby one but like i'm a different vibe do you know what i mean like it yeah you know i mean it, it must be difficult it probably was difficult and there's not much document like documentation about Toby, Toby one. I'm not sure what he was like. Is Toby one was actually my, or I think at the time he was just called Toby. He was my <laughs> great grandmother's tortoise. Oh wow! And then he died in the like fifties, and then in the late sixties they decided to get another tortoise and call it Toby two, and that's the tortoise that they still have now. He's like fifty years old, and he's still wow. Toby too. Well, I thought Toby too was kind of like a sprightly fellow, but like, yeah, that's well, he is in tortoise terms. Yeah, he's he's basically ten years old. Yeah, basically, I think yeah. other Toby lived to be like seventy or eight. I mean, you know, tortoises do quite well in my family. But he's cutie. He's a little cutie. You can feed him buttercups. You tickle him under the under the. You tickle him under the chin. It's very cute, actually. I love how you say that. Tortoises do well in my family, as if their genetics are yours. <laughs> Obviously, Dan, your 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 blood is half tortoise, isn't it? It is, yeah. but you know how I mean. Like, for example, tortoises in my family do very well. Hamsters don't do so well. We've tried to have hamsters before, and they don't live very long. In our and I don't know what yeah. it is. You're on Toby eighteen for them. Hammy four hundred and six. Oh wow! Um, but guinea yes. pigs, guinea pigs, they do really well in our family. Our guinea when we get our guinea pigs that we've had and live forever. My friends had guinea pigs that were, you know, four or five years old. Our guinea pigs go on for like seven or eight years. Well, that's not forever. You just said they live forever, as in like in the guinea eternal... pig terms, eight years is a forever. <laughs> Do they have to have like little wheelchairs and stuff like that, and like you know, walking sticks and hearing aid and stuff like that? I'm like, you're good to get off my my my, my cage. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you really didn't like that. You really didn't like you get that. Zimmer, you get Zimmer frames for guinea pigs. Have you never been to Tets at Home before? <laughs> of course I haven't. They won't let me in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you're gonna, you know, if we keep making jokes about that, you're going to get in trouble. People are going to write in. Which is <laughs> no, hilarious no. to me because you're literally the last person that would ever do anything yeah. to an animal. <laughs> Alas. Alas. Anyway, that, anyway where are we? You, she. Yes. I got onto that because it sounds like you made it sound like Yoshi, which is from Super Mario. And yeah, I made a little tortoise joke and we got distracted. It's not right. that I don't think she's that. In fact, Matt, it would be quite interesting if later you tell us what what she did it like. Oh, um, so she's not a tortoise. She's not a tortoise. No. Oh, I don't know why you said that to be honest. Because Yoshi's not a tortoise. He's like a like Yoshi a is a tortoise. No, it's absolutely not. Yoshi is like a, a lizard boy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, right. I'm, all right. I'm betting you ten quid right now, Dan. Yoshi is Yoshi not the little tortoises things that you bop on? You bop on. No, that's if... Koopas. Yoshi's like the little um, oh, thing that sticks his tongue out. I thought it was. I thought they were little Yoshis. I thought he was one of those. No, yeah, I think they're Koopa Trooper. Um, the Koopas, even. Um, yeah, you you got absolutely mugged off, mate. 
Well, that was a whole irrelevant section. That was a whole irrelevant... I didn't enter that bet. Well, you still owe me 10 quid. But actually, I think you still owe me money for the, the pod being a rent. So, yeah, there we go. I actually do. I actually, do. Oh, fine, oh, I actually yeah. give you money. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> More than £10, I'll tell you that for nothing. Um, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to bring uh, that we'll up just, on let's, let's just scratch all that tortoise talk anyway, because, you yeah. know, clearly that was irrelevant. But good, it's good stuff, just not relevant. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, can you tell us about Yushi, please? The goddess of rain. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's go. I don't know if it's goddess or god. I I don't know why. It just sounds like a female, but maybe it's not. I don't know. No, it's definitely a male because it says, so in both counts, you're wrong. Uh, you know, it's it identifies as he, (laughs) it's not a tortoise. You get everything wrong, Dan. You get everything wrong. You're fired from this free podcast which you oh no do you know what that's such a shame you know i guess i guess you have to read the first few paragraphs then that's such a shame okay i'll but... I'll, I'll, I'll read the first few paragraphs i'm not reading one paragraph i'll tell you that for nothing so uh, in the legends of chinese folklore yushi is a god of rain he carries an earthenware jug that he spills over the land i like this that's nice like he's got a jug it's it's filled to the brim uh, have you ever seen the u.s office dan I um, have seen the US office, yes. Is it like when, um, what's his face? Um, uh, I want to say Brian, but that's the actor. Kevin. Uh, Kevin spills his chili. Is that what you're Yes, that's of? exactly what I'm going for. Because I imagine like he's like, like you know, Yushi's there, like carrying his earthenware, like, ooh, ooh, it just spills onto the carpet, tries to mop it up, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I can see that. I like that. So, in contrast to many other Chinese deities, however, Yushi does not have the figure of a noble or virtuous man. Instead, he is an animal-like... I and told is... you, he was a tortoise. Instead, he is animal-like and has snakes sprouting from his body. That's wow. not... Have you ever seen a turtle with, with snakes sprouting from him? Because that'd be fucking cool, to be fair, but... Would it? I think that'd be horrendous if I was one day walking in my spacious orchard and I discovered... <laughs> A, a tortoise with snakes coming out of it but this is just he, he has sna- it just says he's like an animal he he has snakes sprouting from his body so that implies that he's a human person but with snakes coming out of his body yeah well it says he's animal like um so not not like a noble virtuous man so yeah got got a different vibe going on so is he just a ball of snakes i mean what, what like he's got to be something plus snakes coming out of him he can't just think- be snakes coming out of him that doesn't make sense I think he has animal parts, but mostly kind of like like a human torso, like snakes coming out. Oh, I don't know, like, like Medusa vibes. Yeah, but like not not the stony silence. Yeah, you know I mean so, uh, but yeah. So this is one of the many clues that show that Yushi is a primal god that likes uh, likely predates Taoism in China. His story too shows that he is not associated with that philosophy. He 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 very much said that he put in a press release out saying doesn't want anything to do with Taoism. Thank you. He did. I remember reading that. Now you now I remember it because I remember seeing the news and thinking, God, this guy's got a lot of snakes coming out of him. <laughs> and I remember now that he he said that Taoism famously hates snakes. That's yeah. I actually I shouldn't probably say that because that's a genuine religion and I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I thought it'd be a funny joke, but actually I was like, hmm, no, this could be slander. Uh, yeah, because we'd never say anything verbatim on this podcast that we don't know anything about. I mean, I mean, you already have done this episode. <laughs> um, so, uh, so not nothing to do with Taoism and predates that. 
I don't know how that that is a clue that predates her, but never mind. So while Yushi is recognized by many Taoists and the followers of China's other synchronistic beliefs, he is not closely associated with Chinese majority culture. Instead, he is a god who is mostly widely worshipped by ethnic minorities in modern China. Lovely. Sometimes we just learn so much, don't we? Hey, yeah. I feel like we got an overview at the moment, and maybe yeah, and you could probably take over in a, after this paragraph. No, I think probably not. No, 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 it's okay. The stories associated with Yushi may offer a glimpse into ancient history of these ethnic groups and the clashes with China's majority population. So, Dan, can you take over for a bit now? Well, I'm really glad you did that, Matt, because um, I'm sure nothing controversial will come up. <laughs> yeah. How Yushi makes the rain, Matt. Let's get into the crux, shall we? Let's. Why is he the god of rain? <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> Yoshi is... Yushi, I keep saying Yoshi now. God damn it. Yeah, Yushi is a god who appears in Chinese. Well, we know that. I don't know why I repeated that. He is usually depicted with a black face. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's... Yes, yeah. Just read the end of the sentence and then we'll we'll cover our heads in shame. In some illustrations, his body is similar to that of a dragon, while others show him as an animalistic, monkey-like... F- God, Jesus. Okay, yeah, it's, it has a racist vibe. Uh, racist vibe. Racist vibe. Ra- There's a racist vibe. But, you know, like this is a myth. We, we've dealt with kind of bigotry and racism and, you know, uh, bad vibes and myths before, and this is no different, you know? <laughs> this is true. And it could just be that he is, he's just... Uh, um, I don't know how to to get out of this. Look, no, you can, you can. I, no, I can't say that either. Uh, <laughs> this is the one episode we do need to edit. <laughs> to be fair, we uh, no, yeah. we're reading into this. Look, this myth is like very, very old. It's yeah. okay that they, you know, he's 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 just like an ethereal. I mean, he's got snakes coming out of him for God's sake. Yeah. He's a monkey-like, dragon-like snake coming out of him, like figure who happens to have darker skin. That's all it is. So let's, let's paint this in a kind of a 2023 vision. So I'm kind of saying Yushi, as I, I think the key is the animalistic side. So not a person, but certainly the animal. So a bit of a dragon, a bit of a snake, kind of a, a bit like Yoshi, actually. Yeah. I mean, like a, like a big dream. I think, you know, seeing it as Yoshi is, is maybe the way forward in this, perhaps. Are you desperately trying to relink this back to the Mario character, just, Yoshi? Just, just, trying to make it, just trying to make it relevant, that previous conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Matt loves it. anything for a callback. Well, I was trying to save the conversation, too. <laughs> No, Story, you know these myths. It's fine. No, you know? I was just, I'm just thinking. the word blackface. Probably, probably not okay. Yeah. Well, it's definitely not okay. But you know, I, I think you know we'll skip past that. I know what they're trying, probably trying to say. It's a bad translation, probably. Yeah, just, maybe, we'll just we'll try to help the myth. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's move on because I feel like we. He's animalistic. Like... He's got snakes coming out of him. All right, that's all we need to know. <laughs> he's a weird ethereal <laughs> god being. I mean, yeah. All right. Cool. And probably, yeah, probably nothing. Yeah, let's leave that there. So anyway, what happens next then? Yushi is often associated with snakes as well. He frequently has two snakes clutched in his hands and at times a snake coming out of each of his ears as well. All right, so he's not covered in, he's not riddled with snakes. He's just got one in each hand and some coming out of his ears. I mean, that must be uncomfortable having snakes out your ears. Yeah, I mean, like... Well, it depends. If the snakes are your ears, then you would just be hearing... 
like a no, normal ear would hear. It, it does say snake coming out of each of his ears, a bit like Shrek ears, I imagine. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, I feel like, true. I don't know, I feel like that would be painful if it's in your ear canal, like a little, like slivering around. I have no understanding currently. I lo- I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to getting to the bit where he makes rain. Like, why is this guy with snakes coming out of him? D- rain, rain guy. And no wonder why it spills all the time because he's got fucking snakes for hands. Yeah, yeah. Also, How his balance like- is going to be all over the place. You've got snakes coming out of his ears. Yeah, this guy I was going to say is not the most suitable person for being a god of rain. I would say, what snakes got to do with rain, Dan? It's a very good question, man. I'm hoping this will answer this question. <laughs> I actually heard it's a Taoist philosophy question, actually. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, what happens next? In most stories, Yushi carries an earthenware vessel that we talked about, usually interpreted as a jug full of water. When he splashes even a single drop out of his drug, rain falls from the sky. Okay, so that's a like quite quite a big ratio there. But then again, I kind of get that because do you know what really upsets me? You know when like you drink a drink, it's like ah, oh, there's only a little bit of water in there. But if you like spill your drink, it's fucking tons of water. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever get that? Well, yeah, that's just that's physics. That's just logic. Yeah, no, no but like, I mean, like, if I spill my pint of beer, there's going to be more on the floor than if I just dribble a little bit because well, a pint yeah, is more than a dribble. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, when you're drinking it, it doesn't feel like a lot of liquid. But if it spills out, it feels like there's loads more liquid than what you drank. Do you, do you know what I mean? I see what you mean. Like when you're holding it, it doesn't feel like yeah, a lot. But, but when you, when it's all over your carpet, you're like, oh, this is actually quite a significant amount. Yeah, it's like, I feel, and I feel like that's what's happening with Yushi here. Like, uh, you know, you just spilled a little bit and then you thunderstorm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's also probably a gigantic god up in the heavens. So, like... <laughs> That's very true. Um, He's like how you feel when, like, when you dribble when you dribble on an ant, as I know you do frequently. <laughs> what, the what ant is like in a, in a huge thunderstorm, but you know, to us, it's just a drop of water. This is. <laughs> Are you happy with that? I'm happy with that analogy. Let's keep going. <laughs> Yushi is closely connected to another god called Shizong. Oh, there's no way I'm pronouncing that name. Chi Songzi. Shi Songzi. Yeah, yeah, Okay, let's try again. We won't edit this bit, but I'm, you know. <laughs> Yushi is closely connected to another god called Shi Songzi, or Shi Songzi. <laughs> Just the same name with a space in it. <laughs> Just the Qi same Song-Zi. name with a space in it. In some cases, this is a separate deity who's appears to be cl- who appears to be closely related. But in other cases, it seems clear that Shi Songzi and Yushi are the same being under different names. Oh, they love that in Chinese mythology when they'll have the same character but different names for it. And then they'll be like, actually, it's actually the same character, but actually it's kind of not. God damn. So it's kind of like Jekyll and Hyde or like, like that kind of like separate kind of personality kind of thing. Mm, exactly. In some Chinese religions, Shi Songji's concubine takes the form traditionally associated with Yu Shi, with a red snake coming out from one of her ears and a black snake coming out from the other. In these representations, Shi Songji himself is just a chrysalis. What Wait, the what fuck was that paragraph? What's what going on? Have like... I just read? Let me read that again. <laughs> I feel like we have not learned anything about rainmaking. Shi Songji's concubine takes the form traditionally associated with him with a red snake coming out of one of her ears, a black snake coming out of the other. In these representations, Shi Songji himself is just a chrysalis. What is that last sentence? 
what is the whole fucking paragraph? Like, like I don't know anything about Chisong Z, and then it's telling me about your concubine who has a fucking snake fair ears. Like, like are you trying to fuck yourself? Is this some kind of narcissism? And or? he's a chrysalis. Why is he got a concubine if he's a chrysalis? So he's a caterpillar now. He's not what? a monkey dragon. He's a caterpillar. What is a chrysalis? Chrysalis is a caterpillar. Chrysalis is... <laughs> That's a Chrysler, firstly. Yeah, Hilarious. Yeah. Chrysalis is what a caterpillar's going. Ah. Uh, what, what, what? What? Why do they... Like, How well, would you even get yourself a concubine if you were a chrysalis? Yeah, like, I, I struggled when I was dating, like, to, to, to get anything. And, and this guy's in a fucking... Getting concubines left, right, and centre. When he's in a fucking cocoon. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just went so, so northeast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in a fucking cocoon. <laughs> Wait, I'm mad. <laughs> I've just... I, I find that when I get agitated, I, I go very northern. Away, mate. Away. Um... Anyway, let's just, let's just keep going and hope that, you know, this all makes sense. Yushi is closely <laughs> connected to... Oh, there's another person coming in now. Feng Bo, also known as Feng Shi or Feng Bo Po. Like, <laughs> Feng the Po Po. <laughs> but he's the god of the western wind. When the two appear together, they bring strong storms instead of gentle rains and wind. So if... So let me just get this right. If Yushi is spilling his jug of water, oh, I, my balance is all messed up because of my ear canal being full of snakes. Snakes, and he's spilling his jug of water. Sometimes it's okay if it's just light rain, but if his friend Feng Po Po is with him, he's just going and blowing all the all the jug of water more. And why would they hang out together? Because like it feels like whenever they do bad shit happens, and I feel like. Like, I feel like he's just a bad friend, isn't he? Yeah, like kind of like one of those old college friends who, like, you hang out with, you realize you revert back to being a teenager, and you end, end up both being a bit of an asshole. Yeah, do you, do you ever know? Do you ever know anyone like that, other than me? <laughs> um, I had a friend at uh, high school who we don't speak to anymore because he turned out to be a bit annoying. Do you want to talk about that more? Is that? Is well, that he might listen. Well, imagine if he's been a dutiful friend and you just said he's a bit annoying. <laughs> yeah, what if this whole time he's been our only listener? Well, we have, Shai, we have Shai Hot. We have two. Well, it's impossible to have only one only listener because every episode has at least several listeners. But you know what I mean? We, we've really been down on the stats of this episode. I do have to clarify. We do have... I feel like people... we put, People do listen food. to this. Yeah. People do listen to this uh, podcast, which I mean, I we know. find hilarious. Yeah. What, um, what, why? <laughs> <laughs> and especially when we're doing such, you know, such concise, easy to listen to myths like today that makes so much sense and yeah, they're so I easy feel, to follow. It does feel a bit like a fever dream this episode, if I'm being honest, but all right. Um, okay. So... They did so in Yushi's most... When I say they did so, I mean they bring strong storms instead of gentle rains and wind, uh, him and uh, Feng Bo. They do so in Yushi's most famous legend. Oh, here we go. Let's get into it. To an ancient story... The, the two joined forces to defeat Huang Di, the Yellow Emperor. Bum, bum, bum. You can take so, it away from here. According to Han Feizi, a, a philosophical and political text from the middle of the 3rd century BC. That's all, Dan. How old is that, Dan? 3rd uh, century BC is basically 1,700 years old. No, that's a lie. No, that's it's a lie. <laughs> 
I was thinking of AD, which is yeah, a different thing. Which you is were. a different thing to BC. It's basically two thousand three hundred years old. Thank you, Dan. Glad we checked. Um, so, um, it's, it's maths and <laughs> myths. It's called. Um, um, oh, well played. Chi Yu was a tribal king who lived during the ancient period of the Five Emperors. He led the nine Li tribes against the Yellow Emperor in a war that lasted for ten years. Wow. I feel like most wars in ancient times lasted about ten years. Like the the Battle of Troy, Homer's Odyssey, this this year. Do you know what I mean? It's always always do you, do they get like a medal for like do they get like a prize fund if they go for I 10 think it years? just sounds good. I think it's I bet they probably lasted for nine and a half, but it's like it's round up to ten, it sounds better. Although <laughs> As we know from myths and our many episodes, the funniest thing that took 10 years was Odysseus accidentally not finding his way home, even though he lived next door to where he'd been the whole time. And how his wife bought that, I do not know. But yeah. It's like, oh, honey, I've had to sleep with a lot of different women. Oh, it's been such a pain. Oh, 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 oh what, a, what, a, what a shame. Oh, sorry. Sorry, wife. Yeah, I mean. Do you remember much about Homer's Odyssey? We should we should do an episode where I do a quiz for you. See if you remember. Oh my god, we actually should do that. Yeah, and one half the episode will be right right panned, the other one will be left panned. Very <laughs> <laughs> disorient. We we should do the myths quiz. Maybe maybe in uh, episode one hundred and fifty we do the great myths quiz. I quiz you, uh, you quiz me. Yeah. yeah, we'll see who gets highest, and the the maybe they get the audience to send stuff in too, like. That's the grand, the grand quiz. I love it when we stop these myths halfway through to do a production meeting. What, Dan? We just, we're just two people who have sparks of energy. We, we, we go where the wind takes us. Yeah, you know I mean, and sometimes it goes off course. Sometimes we, we talk about something which is only funny to us. Yeah, sometimes we do a feng bo and we just blow things. Yeah, of course. Uh, anyway, so what were you on about? The nine Lee tribes against the Yellow Emperor in a war yeah. that lasted ten years. Who are the nine Lee tribes, Matt? Have we yeah. covered them? I don't think we have. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it. So, so Chi Yu is the leader, a, a tribal king against the Yellow Emperor. Um, so during the Battle of Zuolo, um, I feel like that's correct. That said, H U O L O, Zuolo. Chi Yu summoned a thick yellow thog that obscured the battlefield. The Yellow Emperor's forces grew lost and confused in the miasma and were nearly defeated. Um, and that would be confusing. The Emperor, however, created a chariot that always pointed south. <laughs> he had a compass. Uh, he, had, he had a compass. It sounds less cool. He was able to find his way out of the fog and rejoin the fight. I've got to say, Dan, this, this is a very interesting myth you picked here today. Um... The emperor, <laughs> while the yellow emperor was recovering, Chi Yu prayed for divine assistance. Yu Shi and Feng Bao heard his prayer and sent a heavy storm. Okay, so already, well, he just, well they didn't send a heavy storm. They just poured a bit of water onto the floor as the other guys blowed on it. Yeah, uh, like like a pottery class. Um, mm. and I kind of I feel like um. Chi Yu is like, right, you give me this this miasma. Oh, I need some more intervention. It's like, oh wait, mate, you already had one miracle. Ch- chill out. <laughs> See what I mean? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's a bit of a I'm getting bad vibes from Chi Yu. So 
Yushi appeared over the battlefield and tipped his jug, sending a torrential downpour that fell directly on the Emperor's army. That's a, that's a bad day. Huangdi then called his uh, on his daughter Ba, who was also known as Nuba or Hamba. She was a drought demon. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Why didn't you leave with that? <laughs> a drought demon. Who's Huangdi again? I know we talked about him first. We introduced a lot of characters very quickly. Um, I I don't know. I want to anyway. start calling people drought demons as an insult. Yeah, Dan, you fucking you, drought demon. <laughs> you drought demon. <laughs> oh, that's what you should say when someone hasn't had sex for a while. Like, yeah, you know, like a dry it. spell. Oh, yeah. you're a fucking drought demon, you're a mate. drought demon. <laughs> Dan, how's your drought demon at the moment, mate? Torrential. <laughs> Um, so Bar, the drought demon, used her powers to dry the land and blow away rain clouds that Yushi and Feng Bo had summoned. Chi Yu's forces were soon defeated and he was killed. Wait, oh, what? Well, were, were we rooting for Chi Yu or the Emperor? I thought we were rooting for Chi Yu. And it's hard to that we weren't. Wait, 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 wait. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What? No, because, let me just get this right. Chi Yu summoned a thick yellow fog that obscured the battlefield, and the Yellow Emperor's forces grew lost and confused, so we were we were meant to be reading for the Yellow Emperor, but I found that weird, because it's Chi Yu that prayed for the assistance. Yes, so you should... So the guy that summoned the yellow fog prayed for assistance to clear the fog. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> And That's why we're confused, because we assumed that the guy that wanted to clear the fog was not the guy that summoned the fog. What? But that's not the end of the story. Um, this is... Chiyu became a war god. Okay. Uh, not, not a good war god, apparently. Just one that gets killed by a fucking drought demon. And, and some people, including the Hmong and the Miao groups and some Koreans, consider him their ancestor. The Yellow Emperor centralized power and became the founder of the Huaxia, the culture of the Han people. I I felt, I, it, I might be tired, or I don't know, but that was a fucking weird, weird <laughs> meth. That was weird. Well, but, that's just really confused me. There was a lot in that. And do you know how... Was there not a lot? <laughs> was there not a lot? Do you know what, Matt? I think maybe... Just hear me out here. Yeah. Do you think maybe we could, like, go... Maybe we could do like a jingle or something, and then we could like go to a, to another section of the last third and final section of this podcast, and maybe we, we could it. like rank it and yeah. stuff to see yeah. just how weird it was. Let's do that right now. Okay, so um, with that in mind, Dan, we we rank this in four different areas. That is life skills, morals, creativity, and what the flying fuck. Um, and that's what we're going to be looking at today. Um, so, yes. WTFF. Yeah, please, obviously. That's what, what that's what we've been doing for, for a long time. Um, um, yeah, let's... Um, but yeah, anyway, um, so let, let's just get straight into it. You know what we're looking at. So the life skills is the practical things we learned. So what things did we learn today? I think we're gonna. I think we learn a lot. By the way, let's really think about this. We learn how to spill jugs of water. We learn how to create storms. We learn how to uh, create yellow mist to f and fog to create a miasma. I like that word, by the way. <laughs> uh, miasma on the battlefield. We learn how to. Um, Become a drought demon. 
And we learned how to, by the way, we learned how to get concubines whilst you're a clarissalist. <laughs> yeah, we learned some pickup techniques for sure. We learned some pickup um, techniques. I, um, I also, we learned how to lead a, a war against the Yellow Emperor and lose abysmally. We also learned how to hold a joke with snake hands. Um, we also learned how to surgically remove snakes from our ears. So, yeah, um, I think, what, what number are you thinking for that, Dan? I think it's like a six or seven. Oh, I, I was thinking maybe an eight, but I'm happy with a seven if you want to. Oh, we did that. also learn how to use your compass slash magical chariot to find your way out of the... I think it's an eight, mate. Oh, I'll give you an eight. Agreed. Eight. Um, Why is that not making an eight? Make an eight! I did it. Uh, that was unnecessary, wasn't it, Matt? I put a lot of eights there. You so, just put um... loads of eights on it. Now it looks like it, that scored eight... <laughs> Eight billion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it has done. It's a high scoring myth. Um, so morals, the the kind of the ethical lessons we've learned. I feel I get the impression not that much. Um, maybe don't call on like God to do your bidding. Um, um, but yeah. So yeah, you know, like maybe that maybe that's something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think it's particularly high. Uh, if, you know, if we're thinking five, sort of an average, I think it's less than that because it's it's got. A, I don't really know what the moral is. I don't think that. I In feel fact, like the moral's so confusing we couldn't even tell who the good guy and the bad guys were. Yeah, and also we learned that we and and stuff like we learned about Chi Zhong Z was being like a different name, but also was a Chris. Like none of it really led anywhere. None of it really made sense. And I feel that like we're also talking about creativity here too. And I think that this, like where we lose marks for morals, we lose marks for creativity because the lack of co uh, cohesion. Do you know what I mean? The understanding is all off here. I know it, it's kind of bits and bobs and translation stuff, but I think I might have to go for a one or a two. Yeah, I, think... I felt like there was no consequences for anything. And I can't give it a. We could give it a one. I mean, it is genuinely terrible morally. There's nothing in, in that it's devoid. There's nothing good or bad. You know, if it is, if it had a strong good or bad moral, that's at least something high. But this doesn't have any moral. Th there's oh. nothing about morals in this. So I think a one. Okay. Boom. We can put two down because you know the thing we won't talk about. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. We'll put two. I think a two for the for the thing we uh refuse to talk oh, about I again the, i put it in the wrong box uh creativity now but this See, was still kind of creative okay um i feel like it lacks a bit of creativity but why do you think it has creative well i think it's creative i like the idea of a man with snakes a, an animal like guy with a dragon monkey guy with snakes coming out of his ears and hands i like the idea of a lady with snakes coming out of her ears and she's also a concubine that is subject to a chrysalis um <laughs> I mean, that's creative stuff. Yellow mist. I mean, I, you know, that's, that's come just up a lot, doesn't it? A 10 year war. And then there's a final battle. And I can imagine that that's quite cinematic. Like them all getting lost in the, in the mist. Yeah. I think, I think you're right there. Maybe like four or five. Cause I feel I like five. Yeah. I think five. Cause it's bang on average. And it does have some novel concepts. I, yeah, I do agree. The charity I feel... and the guy, the magical charity and charity even, you know, I think it loses things. points for the lack of kind of follow through. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The all... narrative and the cohesion. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So a five is absolutely bang on for me. I think that's, that's cracking. WTF. Right. A lot to go on here. I think snakes out your ears, uh, a snake holding a fucking jug. Um, um, a guy who follows you around and helps spill your jug. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also have, yeah, we have a, the same person, but fucking a concubine chrysalis kind of thing. Yeah. I mean like it, the split personalities, um, we, um, uh, we also have a war which kind of went nowhere, and yeah, uh, and... we have a drought demon. Yeah, a drought, fucking drought demon, mate. And uh, also, Ching, you became a war god, even though he lost the war. <laughs> yeah, why would you make a man? And also, that was confusing. What WTF about that? He summoned the rain cloud, but then immediately prayed to have the rain cloud go away. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what? You summoned the you summoned the fog. You summoned the mist. Like you did that." Why would you, like you ask for that so the Yellow Emperor can be defeated, and then you defeated the Yellow Emperor, and then you realize, oh no, I don't want to actually, and, and then you end up I, dying. I'm, I'm so confused. confused. I don't really get that part, and because I'm not sure who Huang Di is or where he came into it, and I just feel a bit kind of like, what's got what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Uh, but, anyway, uh, I'm just I'm just saying this, you know, just between us, uh, you know. Uh, I think you know maybe maybe perhaps the source material uh, wasn't wasn't great today. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, maybe like it's because we you know find it for free on websites and you know stitch it together. Yeah, yeah, that might be might be your problem, Dan. Um, how's the league table, by the way? It's very good. Is is it completed? Well, it will be once uh, I just go back and copy and paste all the scores from this league yeah. from this Google Doc. Yeah, you're gonna. So it's all ready to go. I actually will do it one day. When? Can we have an episode where we don't talk about my lack of league table making? <laughs> well, we can do once you fucking finish it. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't. You know what? I don't even want it anymore. It's more of a, just a concept. It's the principle I want. I want. I want respect from here. That's that's all I want. Dad. A sensible thing to do would have been to created the league table years and years ago, and then whenever we finish an episode, we just type type them straight into the league table. We did. And then it was your responsibility. You refused to. Yeah, it. when I say we, I mean me, okay? It's important. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right, we can move on. Um, I think I'm going to say an eight for this. For what do we yeah, call? it's an eight. I agree. It's not quite a nine or a ten. We've had more messed up things, but it is pretty weird. I think it's less like crazy what the fuck, but more confusing and kind of like, yeah, it's quite like a, like a bent arrow. Do you know what I mean? It's like swerving all over the place. Um, so if I'm doing my maths in my head, so that's eight and a two and a five and an eight. That is a total of twenty-three. It is right. Yeah, good job. Uh, lovely stuff. Um, twenty-three. So a pretty average myth, I would say. Quite a low yeah, moral. Pretty average. Anything around the twenties is obviously average, especially when it's not worth your fucking that time. Just makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Dan, well, have you had a nice time today? I have had a really nice time, actually. I do enjoy these myths that aren't quite as... I like that we have such a variety. We have myths that make a lot of sense. We have myths that are more about the story and the character and the narratives and the morals. We have uh, myths that are just so totally WTF that, you know, I have to really think about it afterwards and sit in a dark room on my own and, and think, wow, what was that? Um, and you can go and listen, check all those out on our previous episodes. Because if you just checked out our first couple episodes check out our backlog we got a really cool backlog um i would say if you go into the deep deep side to stuff you know like uh there's there's you, you have to deal with a very young i would say mentally unhealthy matt hoss <laughs> so, so very sad young man but now you can deal with uh you know you get to have you get to have a nice character arc moving forward so that's fun it's amazing to me that we started this podcast i lived in wimbledon did a lot of episodes from this bedroom 
and I uh, still live there. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. you have a house. <clears throat> You which I don't pay rent now, for. which you would not have thought. Going back to earlier episodes, my goodness, <laughs> intense, intense. Isn't it crazy? Violent. I've never met Rosie. Still, well, yeah, um, and hopefully you will soon. You're gonna come up soon. <laughs> hopefully you never will. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna come up. I actually should do. We should do it. We should do an episode um, from no, up north. We actually will. Maybe in the summer. June, my mum asked about you. We need to go and do your Essex one sometime. We need oh, to... we do. That's true. Well, actually, my mum's moving house. So when she moves house, we can do it then. Okay. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, you know, hopefully you still remember her name. Hopefully. But, uh, um, what, my mum's name? Yeah, because you forgot that one time. Remember? Oh, I did forget my mum's name, actually. Yeah, See, you, you know what? You know what's so bad about me doing callbacks about early myth stuff? Is that you've forgotten them and you, you had a face so fucked off on me then. We're like, why would I forget my mum's name? But you did. <laughs> that was a running <laughs> joke for a long time, man. I forgot that happened, you know. Oh, well, of course you would. I forgot my own mum's name. I remember being so confused. I was in Istanbul. Let's just retell that story. I was in Istanbul and you messaged me being like, hey, um, like which member of your family is Chris? Because we've had a Chris Rhodes right in. And I said, Matt, that's ridiculous. Like, that's so weird. None of my none of my family are called Chris. Actually, you didn't say Chris Rhodes. Did you, you say which one of my families have written in? Because we've had a Chris right in. Yeah. And I said, I've got a friend called Chris. Like maybe it's him, but that seems weird. But he probably does listen. Yeah, it's probably Chris, who you also know. And uh, and then you were like, no, it can't be because it's got your surname. And I was like, it's got my surname. Who the bloody hell has the name Chris and has my surname? And then oh, I remembered man. that that's literally my mum's name. Yeah, that's a low. That was a that was a weird moment. Yeah. Well, we can we can say sorry to her face uh, live uh, on on our, during that quiz episode. Sorry, mum. <laughs> But how uh, often do you call your mum Mandy? Yeah, it's true, but I think I would know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like it'd be kind of weird if your mum yeah, emailed true. in that's... with mum. <laughs> Dan's mum. I mean, she could have done. She, she could have done, but that would, 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 would no, be a... there's no there's no getting away from it. You're right. If your mum had written in with her for actual real name, you'd have gone, oh, I'm pretty sure that's my mum. Like, because, oh, yeah, I'm not an idiot. I know, <laughs> what, she's, not, I know what her name pretty is. Much, I know. I know it would be my mum. <laughs> There's no ifs and buts about it. What are the chances of <laughs> someone with the exact same name? Oh, that, like, just ex- own up to it, Dan. <laughs> oh, that was a weird, that was a weird day. Uh, but hey, Dan, it's been great to chat to you once again. Um, are we going to, yeah, hopefully we'll see each other again very soon. Does that sound good? It does sound good. And, you know, Shyhawk's listening. Uh, I hope he enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it'd be very... Thank you. We didn't have any cryptozoology, but we did have a chrysalis and some snakes. So I I reckon we could do an episode about cryptozoology. We definitely can. We definitely can. Right. Well, Dan, um, people... You, you know how people can find us. You can email us at mispodcast.gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet us. We, we never really tweet. Um, and also, you can give us five stars if you fancy it. If not, I think the best way to support us is just keep on listening. And uh, yeah, just check out the back stuff if you like it. Be good to hear from you if you like it. Other than that, anything else to say, Dan? No. Thank you, Matt. Love you lots. Thank you. And hey, Dan, enjoy the Mario movie where you'll see. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Apparently it's very good. Well, um, anyway, um, (laughs) I've been Matt Hoss. I'm Dan Rhodes. And we'll see you next month for Myths. Woohoo!
Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye. Myths. Myths.